Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, little lovers. Welcome back to The New Truth, episode 11. Feel like your life is not where it should be. We're going to talk today about why that is a super good thing. That's great news that your life is not where it quote unquote should be because the whole premise of The New Truth is that there are many, many, many truths and not only one path for women. And so Kate and I are super excited to dive into this topic today. Hi, Kate. Hi. <laughs> Episode, we, okay, we were practicing our phone sex operator voices just a minute ago before we started. And so I feel like very sensual in this moment. Mm. Feel, yeah. So hopefully you guys can feel that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I feel really fired up about this topic. Also, I want to speak to the woo-woo-ness of episode 11, one, one. Yes, super Angels. special. Um, so episode 11. All right. So this episode was inspired. Uh, it only came about a couple hours ago. Um, I had a client reach out to me today who is turning 40 tomorrow and she was freaking out and she said, Kate, <clears throat> I'm turning 40, like me and my girlfriends who are turning 40 are freaking out. There's lots of women who are 40 in LA that aren't married yet, that don't have kids. And um, all my friends that are married with kids, they're also freaking out about turning 40 for other reasons. And everybody's freaking out. And she said, I, my friend is thinking of canceling her party and I'm just like totally depressed about it. Mm. And so she said, can you do a podcast episode about this? And it's her birthday tomorrow. So here we are recording an episode. This one's for you. I'm not going to say her name, but. Um, <laughs> you know who you are. You know who you are. I love you. And I love this topic. It's so important. Um, so I have so much to say about this. I don't even know where to start. Um, first of all, you are where you are. You are where you are. You are the age that you are. And we live in a world that sets us up to argue with reality, to think yes. that we're not where we're supposed to be, that we don't look how we're supposed to look, that we're not the weight we're supposed to be, that we don't have the face we're supposed to have, that we don't have the, the, the lips we're supposed to have, that we don't have the eyebrows we're supposed to have, that we don't have the husband we're supposed to have, that we don't have the babies that we're supposed to have, blah, 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 blah. Mm. Wherever you are is where you are. And this setup has us never be happy where we are. How many women in their 20s are desperately wishing they were 30, right. wishing that they had more money, wishing they had more success, 
wishing people would take them seriously, wishing that they had knew how to stand up for themselves, wishing they had confidence. And then there's women in their 30s wishing they looked like they were 20, wishing they had the body they had when they were 20, wishing they had the the courage to date a million guys at one time when they were 20 or whatever the story is. Whatever the story is. We never get to fucking be where we are. It's bullshit. It, it's bullshit. I really, really connected with this. Um, I'm, I'm actually coming up to my 39th birthday. And that's in May. And it is, I, I, I'm not, um, what's the word? I'm not uh, unaffected by this. I'm in it with you. And I still have that voice in my head that judges me, that tells me, oh my God, look at your face. You look older. Oh my God, another gray hair. You should pluck it out. <laughs> Whatever. Like arguing like, God, you should lose weight. Like I have that voice too. I want to be really clear about that. I don't sit over here and I'm like, yeah, I'm enlightened. Everything's great. No, that voice is in my head too, but I don't follow her. I don't follow her. I don't let her make decisions. I don't freeze my face with Botox because someone out there told me that, that aging is not okay. And that, um, and, but what I do do is take care of my skin. And I, when I started to notice aging, I started washing my face for the first time. I never washed my face before. I don't know. No way. (laughs) For years, I didn't wash. Like I would maybe like splash water on it, but I didn't properly wash my face. I would put moisturizer on just because my skin was dry, but I didn't take care of my skin. And now Mm -hmm. I have an all organic line, natural Mm -hmm. products that I use. And I use, you know, all these different things that I've been told are really nourishing to the skin because, and yes, will that slow down aging? Probably. Yeah, hopefully. And it has. But what it does is it's me nourishing my skin. So the question isn't, it's always about where's it coming from? When we make choices, where are we making the choices from, Mm -hmm. right? And so, um, but this pressure to not be where we are fucking robs us. Don't you think? Like we don't even get to live. It's so fucked. Well, this this is the billion dollar industry of progressive culture, right? Is it's what's the next thing? right? And we're, our brains are actually set up to focus on what's wrong, right? We have a negativity bias in our brain, mm-hmm. right? Because we're built to survive. And so that's why all of the practices like appreciation, like self-care, like self-love, and really I'm listening today thinking, gosh, this is about self-acceptance. And then yeah. this is about choice, right? So for me, I am so passionate about the new truth because we, we keep preaching and speaking about how the entire world is set up for a woman to have only one path. And then instead of the gift of, wow, how has my life unfolded and what am I proud of and what am I celebrating and what is next for me and what do I want if my life doesn't look like somebody else's or it doesn't look like the preconceived path of what it's supposed to look like by 40, then great. I should feel bad about myself. Like that's insane. That's so insane. And I, I, we live in a culture too where it's really threatening for women to actually love themselves. Like, I feel like I want to bring oh, this yeah. for a second. Yes. Like, what do you mean you're 40 and you're psyched? <laughs> like, what do you mean you're 40 and you're, you don't have a kid or a husband yet? Well, okay. What's great or about that? Right. Or, or never you want it. You're not even allowed to not want it. Right. Like there's a whole other conversation. But for me, when I think of the, your, your word saboteur, ego mind is 
we've, the ego says, right, I want life to look the way I want it to look, right? Like that actually is the motivation. We think we can control life, right? And spirituality and the true evolution into personal growth and healing is actually surrendering that, right? You yes. know what? I don't have control over life. <laughs> and no matter and how much I shoot into my face or how much money I spend <laughs> on clothes and how many things I do, I can't fight life. And, and, and that voice in your head that yeah. is telling you your life is not how it should be. That's not your voice. That's not your voice. Like right. that is the voice of our conditioning. It's the voice of your parents and your great grandparents and your great great grandparents and your whole family system, your aunts and uncles and everyone in your system of how they do life. That's also the voice of the media. It's the voice right. of your teachers, of your conditioning in school, of your every hurtful thing that ever happened to you. It's the voice of every bully. It's the, that voice is not your own. It's social media, right? right? There's a path that has been carved out for us. And when we are born, we are handed a script. And it's like, here's your life. Yeah. Here's how it's going to go. Right? All the people that are like, oh, I just want what my parents have. Why? Why do you want what your parents have? You, like, you're not your parents. You are not right. your parents. You are you. You are an individual soul. Your soul. Like, this is why I love astrology, human yeah. design, all of these tools where you get to know the blueprint of your soul. Your soul is so special and so unique and so magical. My parents have this beautiful, epic love, which I've talked about many times. They've been together 45 years. They're super cute. They're super happy. And if you look at my astrology, I would be dead if I had what they had. Like <laughs> if I was with one person for 45 years in this, and every day is the same. And we did this, we ate dinner together every night. Like I would be stabbing myself in the eye with a fork. That's not what my soul is here to experience. Right. And thank God I'm in touch with the truth of who I am because back when I was in my 20s, I thought that that's what I wanted to experience because I was in the matrix, just like everyone else in the story of what my life is supposed to look like as opposed right. to what it is. The client who I talked about, um, who brought this to me this morning, like the irony is she would be absolutely miserable if she had a picket fence all American dream life. This mm -hmm. woman is one of the most creatively expressed people I've ever known. She's wildly successful. She has this amazing company that she's built. She's super creative. She's super innovative. She's mm -hmm. the way she dressed. She's like, like nobody else. She doesn't follow trends. She's so beautiful. She's this like Amazonian goddess. <laughs> she's just so unique. She's such a unique soul. And her saboteur, that voice in her head keeps beating her up and keeps telling her that she should be somewhere that she isn't, that she should have a life that she doesn't have right now. But when she actually stops and looks at her life and what, what is her life right now, she has an unbelievable life. The only time she's not happy is when she's arguing with reality and believing that judging herself and believing that she should be somewhere that she's not and comparing herself to her friend's lives who have something else and they're not even happy. Right. Like she compared, she said most of like, she has a lot of friends who are married who aren't even really happy. And yet she still looks at them and thinks, oh, but they're so much further along. Like what? That's not your story. That's and somebody else. it takes else's. time. Right. So I, I, if you haven't already listened to episode 10 with Amanda, please go listen to that. That yes. epic, epic episode. And I talk a lot in that episode about how hard it actually is to break this conditioning. 
And so, oh, yeah. right, we're setting up this episode. We're going to talk about why it's a good thing that your life doesn't look like it should or is supposed to because you are a unique soul, right? Everything you just said. And I yes. can go off for hours on, I got super, even without kids yet, I got super involved with conscious parenting. And the mm. main premise of conscious parenting is raise the child that you have, not yes. the child you think they're supposed to be or yes. projecting your unrealized dreams onto your child. So even long before the child gets involved with society and society's conditions, parents condition that. But I was thinking, I mean, my mom, I remember telling my parents what I wanted to be when I grew up. Like I was like seven and I wanted to be a marine biologist. I was like obsessed with that. Me too. No way. Oh my God. I wanted to be a marine biologist and a a whale and dolphin trainer at SeaWorld. I I had all these dolphin figurines. Like I wore dolphin t-shirts. Like I was obsessed. And I remember literally I'm seven years old and my parents were like, well, that doesn't make a lot of money. Like what? What are you talking about? And and then of course, right. We get into a whole society that's like this. It tells you, this is what will make you happy. And the thing that actually really drives me insane. And I don't hear it all that often because my clients don't talk like this, but some of them used to, right? Like the young 20, like, okay, I want to be married by 30 and 2.5 kids and da, 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 da. And then, okay, great. Like you checked all the boxes on your life and where are you? Where are you? Where's the relationship with your soul? Where is the vitality of being deeply, deeply engaged with your life? And what most people are doing is trying to control everything and then using the fact that they don't have control over everything as a reason to feel bad about themselves rather than the energy that comes when you realize you don't have control and, and the burst of magic and joy that emerges from inside of that when it's like, wait a minute, I don't have to have a life that looks like everybody else's. What kind of life do I actually want? What makes me happy? What feeds my soul? Break all the freaking rules, right? As we've been talking about through every single episode. And for me, why I loved the title of the podcast on this is a good thing is because in this moment, if you're saying to yourself, my life doesn't look like it was supposed to or should be, is the call from your soul, the whisper of your soul to say, hey, well then pay, t- pay attention to me, right? Come yes. down, come play, come listen to me. Let me show you the kind of life that's meant for you because the should and the supposed to is never going to make you happy anyway, because that might not be what the blueprint is. And there, like, we have no range for individuality anymore. And it's hysterical, right? Like we have a culture of everyone wanting to be unique and special, but then making everybody into looking the same, right? All women are going to look the same. I mean, 10 years from now, we're going to look like Barbies and robots. It is very terrifying. But this, this, like that paradox, right? Of I say that I want in, you know, individuality and specialness. And yet everything I might be doing is pushing me into behaving like everybody else. And you wouldn't be listening to our podcast right now. You wouldn't be drawn to this movement unless you knew in your soul that something has never felt right about our society's conditioning and the stories that we've all been told are, are how we're supposed to be living. Yes. Yes. And, and you said you don't, you're you when you're talking about the women that are still like wanting to be married by 30 i think of all of the reality tv right now around love oh, yes. all of those shows they're like i mean 
I don't know why. Maybe Americans look older than Canadians. <laughs> maybe it's because it's not sunny in Vancouver, but ever, but or rarely. Um, but I, these women, they look older than they are, but they're like 23, 24. And they're like, I just, I'm just sick and tired of waiting. Like, where is he? I'm ready to find the love of my life. And then they go on the bachelor and fight for this one dude who like it, it, I mean, that's, we can do a whole episode on reality TV. We will on how ridiculous it is. Um, I'm sure most people know, but like we can dig deep into all the reasons why, but ultimately these women are out there saying like, I just want a husband. I just want kids. I just want to be married. I just want a house. I just want to pick a fence. I just, and guess what? Most people, when they get all those things, you get to the end of the list of, I just want, I just want, because that's the list someone else handed to you that they told you you're supposed to want these things and you get to the end. And that's why most people wake up and they have extreme anxiety because their body and soul have been screaming, no, don't go that direction. But their mind's like, got to get married, got to do it anyways. I'm a certain age, got to have kids, got to got to live in a house in the suburbs, got to get a minivan. Their soul is screaming no, their mind is saying yes. And they end up with extreme anxiety or depression, or they have a midlife crisis, or they have affairs, or they become alcoholics, or they, or they're anorexic, or they're, or they're, or they're, or they're, or they're obsessed with plastic surgery, whatever the thing is, mm-hmm. trying to feel good, but ultimately, someone else's script of what your life is supposed to look like is not going to make you feel good. And guess what? None of us know what's coming, and that's yeah. the magic of life. Like that's what makes this journey here on Earth so beautiful is that we don't know what's coming. We don't know who we're going to be a year from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. In the old paradigm, it's like, all right, me and you, we're going to do this podcast till we're 95. Like maybe we will. That'd be pretty epic. But but also like maybe we won't. Maybe we won't know each other. Maybe one of us won't be alive anymore. It's We have no idea what's Mm -hmm. coming. And that's what makes life so freaking delicious is the uncertainty of what's in front of us, but we are fed so many fear-based messages and we are fed so many control-based messages around what life's supposed to look like and how we're supposed to look that we end up completely missing this magical journey that our soul has, like that's that's given to our soul. Like Mm -hmm. life, the universe gives us this beautiful gift, this magical journey for us to go on. And most humans are like, no, thanks. I'm going to go on the journey of the saboteur and I'm just going to be in fear and I'm going to get a job that I hate and I'm going to get a husband that's okay, but I don't really like to have sex with him, but I'm going to, and then I'm going to have kids and I'm going to devote all my time and energy to them instead of to myself. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to be a grandma and then I'm going to die. Like what? No, that's not what you're here for. Especially if you're listening to this podcast. If you are listening to this podcast, like you said, your soul is here to experience something so much greater. You're not here to do this. Mm. You're not here to play out the old script. It doesn't mean that you're not going to get married one day. You're not going to. It's not about those things. It's about where's it coming from. If you're deciding you want a husband before you've even met someone who you can imagine actually hanging out with every day and it's interesting and you're growing and it's it's deep and it's meaningful and it's fun and it's playful and it's meeting you and you're feeling wildly expressed in the relationship for a long period of time. Like if you haven't experienced that, how could you possibly know you want to get married? Like that is absolutely ludicrous. But we put the dream that someone else carved out for us, the American dream out before us and then that and then we use it as a way to beat ourselves up for being where we are and for thinking that we're wrong as opposed to celebrating 
the freaking place that you're in and celebrating who you are and what, what your, who your soul is and getting to know your soul, getting to know what lights you up instead of being so excited about meeting the one, meeting some guy that's going to sweep you off your feet, sweep yourself off your feet, right. get to know you, spend the next hundred years getting to know how awesome you are. Amen. Amen <laughs> on that. Everything is set up to make me happy, right? Like I, it's so interesting. I was actually having a conversation with a client today and I was like, okay, here's what's actually happening in dating culture, right? A bunch of people saying to the app, to the stranger across the table, make me feel good about myself, make me happy, give me what I want. And when you have two people doing that, that is not a recipe for happiness, right? And then we have women giving fucking ultimatums to people oh. and chasing and every second, right? Like the billion dollar industry of, I mean, commercials and marketing and sales, right? Like this product will make you happy. This product will fulfill all of your dreams, right? That's the matrix. That's the really sick, 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 you know, society that we're in around that. And I say a lot and I've posted a lot that drama is a substitute for aliveness. Yes. And so I want to come back to your comment about reality TV. Like why reality TV is so intoxicating, why those love, love crap shows, which I don't watch, but I actually think we should together. They're good. The yeah, they're good, Mark. It's um, good, good um, conversations. happening, totally. <laughs> we're addicted to that or drawn to that as a way to feel alive. And if you don't know how to feel alive in your life, if you don't know yourself, mm. you are going to set yourself up to look for someone else to do it for you. Totally. And if you are out in the world dating from, like I'm on the hunt for a husband, right? You might as well call yourself a poacher. Of, anim of looking for an yeah. animal <laughs> to yeah. like capture and, and call your own. And this, you know, for me, my spiritual journey really was, and I'm just going to keep coming back to this because this isn't, it's so essential to the development of a healthy human being, right? You are not in control. The only control you have is over yourself. And you actually can master your emotions. You can actually connect with yourself so deeply that you can have emotional intelligence, know what you need, ride the waves of life and let happiness and joy emanate from within. And one of my, I think Mary, this is Marion Williamson's joy is happiness for no reason mm. because so long as your happiness is dependent on something outside of you, like, look, you're just looking for a reason to beat on yourself when you're telling yourself your life should be different, right? Like that is the ego mind. That is the saboteur. It's literally like, I like, I always think of my saboteur as like hiding in the um, grass, like checking me out, like ready to like pounce on me at any time, <laughs> right? To, to bring me down. And so this really is a practice. Like we've talked, please surround yourself with people that light you up, that celebrate you, that remind you of who you are please look, I get it. It's not, you know, this easy, but we're just going to keep saying it. Stop comparing yourself to other people. And if you're spending a lot of time comparing yourself to other people, like that's your soul begging for your attention too. Like you shouldn't have time to compare yourself to other people, but you shouldn't have the time to scroll Facebook for hours, like create a life 
that you love, that is that you are so lit up by that you can't wait to wake up in the morning and live and find the partner that you can't wait to wake up next to rather than wake up next to and say, hey, you're going to make me happy today. Are you going to make me feel good about myself today? Are you going to do what I want to do today? And then when you don't, I'm going to control you and manipulate you and emasculate you and put you down to try and feel better about myself. So, yeah. so many things, so, so many, many things. things. Imagine the revolution of women loving and accepting themselves, right? The world would flip on its head. Like the world would be turned upside down if women were not dependent on buying stupid shit in order to feel better about themselves. And on having the, and following some dream that somebody else carved out for us. Like for when you were just saying, um, when you were just, wait, what's the last thing you were talking about? Oh, I didn't write that one down. What was the last thing you were talking about? Uh, oh, have a life that you're like lit up by, like can't wait to wake up next oh, to yeah, someone can, or. Thank you. Comparisons is what I oh, wanted yeah. to, to go into. So the reality is most people's lives that we're comparing ourselves to, they're not actually happy in them. Yeah. And so, cause everybody has a saboteur, right? So, so all the women who are turning 40, who are like, Oh, I wish I had a husband. I wish I had kids. I've done life wrong. I suck. What's wrong with me? Maybe I'll be alone forever. Um, there must be something wrong with me. All of those women are looking at their friends who are married with kids and thinking, wow, I should have that. And meanwhile, the women who are married with kids are like, fuck, my husband never wants to have sex with me. I'm so miserable. Like why I, I never even get to take a nap. Like I haven't showered in three days. This, this sucks. Like wherever we look and, and those women are like, oh, I can't, I can't lose the baby weight. Like I'm, I'm heavier than I should be. And I should be thinner and I should be like, no matter what, yeah. this system we are in sets us up to never, ever feel good. Yes. And so like yeah. you said, we have to take charge of like, this is the new paradigm is taking charge of feeling good, taking charge of getting out of the story of where you should be and ha creating a life that deeply feels good. You talked about aliveness. Yeah. Children are so alive. So Children alive. are so radiant. They're so magnetic. They're so sparkly. They're so magical. They're in the moment. They're curious. They're excitable. They're, they're, they're just like having fun. How many times as a child did someone say to you, settle down, settle down, kids, mm. settle down. It's bedtime, settle down. It's dinner time, settle down, settle down, settle down. And then we become, we become adults and the people are like, Oh, you've got to find a husband and settle down. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait to settle down. Oh, I just want to settle down, settle down. Why the fuck does anyone yeah. want to settle down? Like, no, that's, actually, a, that's a whole other thing for us. I'm going to break, I'm going to break down this word, settle down settle down. No wonder everyone's depressed. It's an right. epidemic. Right. Right. Because we're settling and we're shutting off parts of ourselves. We're comp compromising and sacrificing to have the thing we've been told we were supposed to have as opposed to being committed mm -hmm. to ourselves, being committed to our own journey, being committed to our own aliveness. And when love comes, it's a bonus. Right. And what, when your dream job comes, it's a bonus. And when you get the nice house, it's a bonus. And when you get the, have a, have a, a child, if that's in the cards, it's a bonus. And mm -hmm. you're not looking to those things to feel alive because they won't make you feel alive only in the honeymoon of each of those things. Like the, the yes. newness of anything yep. feels so amazing, but it's not, not going to sustain you long-term. So the new truth is about taking radical responsibility, radical freaking ownership. 
of how you feel and of your life. And Catherine and I have dedicated our lives to awakening women to this new truth and to learning how, you know, we say all of this and listening to the podcast is super helpful for you to stay on track and shift your focus. And I never transformed without having support. One on one I have. Support. I always work on co- with coaches. I've had coaches. I've gone to workshops and retreats for the last sixteen years, and I will never stop because mm-hmm. we. There's always more. There's yeah. always more more aliveness to be had, and more to learn about ourselves. And so, if you are experiencing this feeling of like you're doing life wrong or you're a failure or you're not good enough or you suck or no man is ever going to love you or you're never going to have what you want. If you are feeling this way, sister, send us a message. Catherine and I have coaching programs. We have retreats. I have the immersion, which is incredibly life-changing in Greece in the fall. We have so many options. So reach out to us, send us a, a private message on Instagram, Kate Harlow XO. Follow us, Catherine Daniele, uh, Love Coach Catherine on Instagram. Come find us and play with us because we, you are not here to follow the script and to do the same thing as everyone else. You are not here to look the same as everyone else. You are not here to do the same job as everyone else. You are a unique soul. You are so much more powerful than you could ever dream of. So much more beautiful and radiant and sensual and sexual and brilliant and bold and courageous. You just have to come home and get out of the story of what you're supposed to be or what your life is supposed to look like because it's not true. And learn through our work, the, pra- the daily practice, right? Because it's never, oh, one and done, I'm all set. The daily practice of what it looks like, feels like to discover the truth of who you are and to know who you are. And I am so thrilled to be walking this path with you. So thrilled to have an, an accountability partner on this journey of challenging every limiting belief that comes up every time we up-level our life. And I refuse to settle down. I refuse to die while I'm living. Right. And, and I know you just made this like epic invitation into our work and I'm, that's it. Like, yes, like reach out. It's time. If you are enjoying this podcast, there is so much more for you and it's a path of work. And the last thing I want to say is especially for the really young women, there's this invincibility of like life when we're young, right? That like, I like just, it's right here, right now. That is all I'm thinking about. I can do anything, but true aliveness holds the tension of I'm not going to live forever. Like if you wake up every single day from that place, like if this was my last day on earth, how would I spend it? Right? Like I get it. We don't actually want to think about that, but our culture is dead inside because we act like that's just never going to happen right? Like we, we don't want to think about it. So then that's how we waste our life. <laughs> like that's how we die inside of the life that's happening right now. And this is the call. Like if you have been, li- if you're listening, if you're on a path of personal growth, if you know that you are meant for more, you are hearing the call, the call from your soul, the call from the universe to yes, design the life that you are meant to live, to enjoy your life, to set your life up so that it aligns with the truth of your soul rather than set yourself up because someone else told you it should look a certain way. 
Yeah. And celebrate where you are because guess what? You're turning 40 tomorrow. You're also going to turn 50 and you're going to turn 60 and you're going to turn 70 and 80 and 90 if you are lucky and blessed enough to still have this life. So Mm -hmm. celebrate where you are right now. I'm turning 39 in May and I'm going to fucking celebrate it. Oh my God. From the rooftops. I forgot. Remember the levels? We said we weren't going to do oh, yeah. it. It was, it was, yes. so there was this hysterical meme. I can't even believe I forgot about this. There was a hysterical meme that was like, what if we stop saying age? And we were like, I'm at level 35. I'm at level 40. I'm at level 50. I'm at level 60. And then we could get Way back more to fun. How, how society actually used to be, which is we did celebrate aging and we did look to our elders and we did respect life experience. So Level, you're at level 39. At level 39 is so fun. It's like I'm winning the game. I'm winning the game. I'm ahead of you. I'm like way ahead of you. That's so fun. (laughs) I love that. And um, I just wanted to read, I forgot about this. Um, So Elizabeth Gilbert, if you don't know her, she's the author of Eat, Pray, Love. And it's based on her life story, which is quite evolved beyond that book and that they made a movie of it as well. Um, But she, I love her. I I think maybe I talked about her in one of the first episodes episodes. Um, She's really living. Yeah. Just living an unconventional life. She had the American dream, checked all the boxes, living the life in New York, brownstone, adoring, doting, amazing, hot husband. Um, You know, great friends, great job, great, like lived in New York. She was living the American dream. And she woke up one day and was like, I feel dead inside because guess what? That dream is empty. And she goes on this journey, eat, pray, love, finds herself, connects with herself, finds, meets a new love, falls in love again. And then eventually they get married. Then she leaves him and she falls in love with her best friend. Who's a woman who, who is a lesbian. They were together and her best friend got cancer. And then she was on the, the cancer journey with her. And then she, her wife passed away and now she's with a man again. And she's just this revolutionist. I love yes. her. She because the reality is like that. She wasn't sitting at 21 going, Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to marry, you know, however many people, who knows how <laughs> many more she'll marry. And like, I'm going to, I'm going to be with a woman for a while and I'm going to be with men. And that's not what she told herself because everybody's dreaming based on some dream that someone else told us that we're supposed to want. But she's really living her truth moment to moment. And that's our truth only lives right now. You can't know your truth in the future. You just can't. And so anyways, I saw an Instagram post of hers a while ago um, that she shared about her and Cheryl Strayed, who was the author of Into the Wild. And it's really, really beautiful. And I love it. It's, It's just so perfect for this topic of thinking that we should be somewhere other than we, yeah. where we are and that we're supposed to all follow this timeline of what our life is supposed to look like. It says, Dear Ones, I just spent a beautiful two days at the International Women's Summit in Arizona. I had the delight and honor of sharing this stage with my friend and sister at Cheryl Strayed, who never follows to bring goods in conversation. She and I were talking about the criticism we both received for having left our marriages and having set out on the world on journeys of solo exploration. Of course, we've been called selfish. Naturally, we are accused of being irresponsible, failures as wives and women, greedy and lustful, etc., etc. But one of the most universal criticisms what everyone agreed on was that Cheryl and I had run away from our lives because there still is only one version of female life that is considered appropriate, respectable, and solid, and that is married in a home, preferably with children. 
Yeah. If you can't have them, it, if you if you don't have them, it better be because you can't. Yeah. All other reasons are unacceptable. But yesterday on stage, Cheryl spoke these simple words as a rejoiner to all the criticism. I did not run away from my life. I went deeper into it. Women, listen. You are allowed to do this no matter what they say, no matter what the shape of your journey may be, literal, spiritual, emotional, intellectual, you are allowed to move even deeper into your life. The mm -hmm. operative word here is that it's yours. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. Your life is yours. It does not belong to them. Your life belongs to you. You are not required to check into the, with the agents and guardians of the cultural central command before <laughs> you decide what you need to do with your life or with your parents or with whoever. You don't need to check in with anyone. Move deeper into your life because it's yours. I added the parents part. <laughs> um, <laughs> But how, how the reason, like one of the biggest reasons why we follow this path and we judge ourselves is because we think other people are judging us and we, we re constantly repress ourselves because we think other people are judging us. Meanwhile, other people are walking around judging themselves. And if they are judging us, it's just because they're afraid themselves to break free of the matrix. Mm -hmm. So that's the, that's, that's the irony. The new like, it doesn't fucking matter what other people think because it's not about you anyways. And the only thing that matters is that you're following your truth. And from episode 10, I said, you have to want to belong to yourself more than you want to belong to someone else. Your life is Hallelujah. your Join us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We want to hear your stories. Every episode, if you are moved by the the teachings and the preaching and you have a story to tell we want to hear it we want you to know that there is a group of women who are committed to celebrating you affirming you and acknowledging the not so linear path that essentially none of us are on and so thank you for joining us in this week's episode we love you thank you for rating and reviewing and subscribing to this podcast and we look forward to seeing you next time love 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 you Thank you for listening to the New Truth Podcast. You are a woman first. Throw away the fairy tale story so that you can have the real thing and a life that you freaking love. If you loved what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and share it with all of the amazing women in your life who need to hear this message. And it's all women. Every woman. <laughs> like every woman you know. Share it with your grandma. You can find us on Instagram at The New Truth Podcast and our website, thenewtruthpodcast.com. Sign up to receive your free gift from us. The three major myths about love keeping you settling, sacrificing, and sabotaging your relationships. Go get it while it's hot. Get it. Stay tuned for our next episode. See you soon. See you soon.